0: This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics.
1: And this is Jacob Brass with Longleaf Fertilia and you are listening to
0: the Herpeticulture podcast, which is part of the
1: Herpeticulture network. Angel.
0: We are ready to go though. I know it's like we're good.
1: Oh, we were on, yeah. Okay. <laughs> should have asked Jeez. that before I hit record. Me and Eric went over here waiting for five damn minutes now. That's not even close Good. to true. Three. I was the
0: first one here, thank you.
1: Yeah, first one here, last one ready. What's up with that? Not man?
0: by much. Mm. I don't mm. No comment.
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Yes,
0: I'm pulling up the, the, the outline. Chill. Jeez. Oh, it's a good thing it's a long weekend. I don't have to deal with you.
2: <laughs>
1: nice shirt, thanks, man. Yeah, this is new, uh, new long leaf reptilia swag. Looks mm.
0: nice. Thanks, man. They were made by the best.
1: Yeah, made by Smitty himself. They weren't made
0: by me. I just made sure everything was in place um, for Mary to make them. Mary's the one who did it. Mary's the whip master when it comes to screen printing.
1: Smitty's Smitty's company. The company I he just works for,
0: I orchestrated it. So, yeah, I had a hand. Yeah, they're
1: awesome. They did come out really good. I like mine a lot. Yeah, no, yeah. And after, especially after a wash, it fits way better oh, really? after a wash, too. Yeah. yeah, wash and dry. Yeah, so hopefully, I'm gonna make these available to Zip Public soon. I'm gonna take the order for anybody that wants one. So. I
0: gotta get some PC shirts made at some point, too. I've never been able to do that with screen print because there's too much detail, like fine detail in it to really sort of pull it off. Mm. So having the digital option now, I can I can play around with things a bit and I don't know. We'll see. But this is episode 166 of the Herpetoculture podcast, which is brought to you by blackboxcages.com. We put out the word this morning that there are some new sizes that will be released very soon.
1: Ba, 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 ba. Not gonna say
0: anything more than that, other than that if you need an eight footer, <laughs> it's gonna be a thing, maybe, maybe I can neither confirm, confirm nor deny.
1: Cannot confirm nor deny the statement. I thought six
0: was crazy, but it's about to get even crazier, so and there is another size in particular that I'm very excited to see even for myself. Um but you guys are just going to have to to check the Facebook and Instagram page for Black Box to see what we got cooking. Uh, awesome stuff. Cages, racks, you know we love them. Can't say enough great things about them. Uh, I mean, Jake's are right there behind him, and look at those. It's like the Bentley of of snake racks, man.
1: Look at that. Um, oh. So clean, so fresh, so clean. Boy.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Steve Snakeshuary and his Venom Hot Sauce. Check him out. Check, check, him, out. check, him, check out. him
1: out. Check him out. Check uh, him out. If again.
0: you buy his hot sauce, you're supporting him and his rehabilitation, rescuing, uh, education of the general public, and his overall operation. Like He's got a lot of stuff. He's got to feed these things. He's got to take care of these things. That costs money. And if you get some of his Venom Hot Sauce, you're helping him do these, these very things. <laughs> so also check him out on Facebook and Instagram, Steve Snakeshuary. And stevesnakeshuary.com. He's a good dude. We like him.
1: like his hot sauce even more. Not really, but yeah. Love his He's hot all excited.
0: Sauce. There's these new hot ones, Pringles. And I guess there's like four different kinds and he can only find two. And it was funny because I was in Walmart this morning and saw them and I was like, oh, that's funny. And I kind of thought of Steve. And then, lo and behold, he posed a picture of. Him. He's like, "I could only find the two. and I was like, I'll, "If I see the other ones, I'll hunt them down and I'll, I'll, I'll ship them to you, buddy." <laughs> that man loves nice. him some hot sauce.
1: Yeah, buddy.
2: <laughs> I need to, I need uh, to try uh, some of his stuff. Uh, my girlfriend likes spicy food, so I can see if how spicy they really are.
1: There you go. Give him a shot. Give see, some shot. of them are almost yeah. more of like
0: not necessarily like he's not going for like the super heat kind of thing, but he's sure, going sure. for just the nice thing to like, nice, like the, the cotton mouth sauce that we talk about so much. It's like, it's not super hot, but it is nice to, to add on to things for a little extra,
1: you know, a little extra. It's, kick. Just, like, it's just like a little spice on the way to right. town. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little pit you're stop. Taking, yeah. You take a mm-hmm. pit stop while you're eating sauce, a little bit of spice in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't uh,
0: This week, we are joined by Mr. Eric Hernandez of Basuka's ectotherms. How's it going What's man? What's up?
2: Going good, pretty good. It's pretty hot in here too. So, yeah, Been, mm. well, in the Midwest.
0: I know Jake's hot because he's in his 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 room, and I know that stays pretty warm. And I'm in the garage with two fans going, and it's just circulating hot air. So
1: it's actually not too bad. It's about seventy-seven in here right now. That's not so. bad. Mm. Pretty good. I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty comfortable. So winter can yeah, can come it's already. Not too bad. Yeah, I dude. Uh, the only reason I'm looking forward to winter is for cooling down snakes. I'm mentioning the, I'm just in the breed I'm like bad, but that's the only thing about winter I'm excited for. I don't like the cold. Um,
2: I'm, a, I'm am a summer person. I'd rather be sweating than be cold. I'm. Yeah, and you're, you really live in the
1: cool. Midwest, man. Yeah. It's miserable. Yeah, I'm the opposite. The winter. But you ain't from the Midwest, man. If you were up there in Wisconsin type of areas, Minnesota, nah. Yeah. yeah, you can add layers all, all day. Mm. Nah. At a point, you can't take any more off. So yeah. Well, you can say that when it's thirty below. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, so
0: I'll rephrase that. <laughs> I can't wait for winter in South Carolina. <laughs> fair,
1: fair. Snow's fair. cool
0: fair. and all, but I'm over snow after a solid twenty-four hours. Yeah. And yeah. It's like okay, it was. It was it was cute. It's not anymore. <laughs> but fortunately, yeah. we don't have that problem down here. So,
2: yeah, we do months and months of snow. Something starts early, and then just you just don't see the ground for you just don't see it three months. <laughs> it's crazy,
1: jeez, man!
2: I don't
0: even know how like the grass and stuff even survives that. How yeah. come how come everything up there isn't just a dirt patch when spring rolls around? It, uh, it's it all about of
2: roots. All the, like, for example, the prairie plants and all the native plants, they put down like really deep roots, and they just stay in there, hunk down. They can even like withstand fires, you know, prairie fires, mm-hmm. prairie burns, prescribed burns. That's all common here. They'll mm-hmm. come back.
1: Yeah, we do a lot of prescribed burning around here. I think it's mostly yeah.
0: just to keep the pine trees at bay. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> no other purpose but to get rid of the pine
1: trees that are growing. Well, it, it's more of an underbrush thing. It's it's healthy for a lot of oh, yeah. a lot of yeah. things in a forest. I've been a part of several prescribed burns.
0: Um, oh, but, speaking yeah. of burns, I burned myself on the oven before I like, hopped on here, like pretty bad, like right on my wrist. Oh, hey. this must be what Freddy Krueger feels like. it it stings and apparently so i don't know if you guys know this either but the the girls at work said if you get burned if you get like yellow mustard and you put it on the burn like right away it kills like the sting goes away it like heals faster i've never heard of it but they swear by it so at some
1: point i'm gonna try it yeah, no. Right before she told you that, they went, "Hey, watch! We're gonna make this dumbass put mustard like, all over like, his arm, stain
0: his skin with mustard." You know? <laughs> I don't know because they have some of the machines that make the kazoos and stuff. Like they get hot, and sometimes people get burned by them, but they're not paying attention to where they're putting their hands and stuff. And so, apparently, just some mustard slapped on there cures
1: burns. Little, little mayo, little mayo, little some bread, tomato, boy. lettuce. That's a, that's a Sammy. <laughs> I'll
2: keep some of the packets in
0: my pocket. That's uh, in- uh, <laughs> my first aid kit. There's
2: packets yeah. of mustard
0: in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't worry about 15. it. It's just 12 o'clock. That's <laughs> great.
0: Probably work on snake bite too.
1: Oh, geez. Yeah, next time somebody asks me for, oh, what do I do when I get bit by front of a snake? Just throw some mustard on it, man. It's all good. Rub ooh, Preferably ooh, get stone get ground.
2: in your pocket.
1: Throw yeah. 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 yeah, that's it. Just keep them in there, locked and loaded. Now have to worry again. Thank God for mustard. That's all I have to say. What would we do? <laughs> what would we do without mustard? Uh,
2: I don't even like mean, mustard,
1: though, for real. It's okay. Yeah, it's gross.
0: It's, it's not very good by itself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most condiments aren't, man. He's sitting here eating spoonfuls <laughs> of ketchup? Just like, yeah, baby. 30 packets of ketchup. <laughs>
0: what do you want? <laughs> Frankenstein. What do you want for breakfast? 30 packets of ketchup. <laughs> I know y'all have seen Big Daddy. I don't,
2: I don't know if I know. Oh, that person, man.
1: Uh, I don't think I have, buddy. He
0: let's the kid do whatever he wants. And so he's like, Frankenstein. kid named himself. He's like, what do you want to call yourself? And he's like, Frankenstein. He's like, Frank. Okay. Oh, Adam Sandler movie? And he's like, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? 30 packets of ketchup. So they get him 30 packets of ketchup and a spoon. And the kid's just eating it off a of blade. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. Which, if you have kids, actually uh, isn't out of the realm of possibilities. Like, they'll do it, dude. True, I mean, They have no fear.
1: No, they don't. Okay, they don't they'll try anything. Well, that's a lie. But
0: yeah. what's, what's new over the week in Jake's world? In Jake's
1: world? Jake's world? I uh, did. I get my Janai. You did. I don't know I if did. that happened. That happened last week. No. Yeah, it did happen last week. I did it happened after sure or before
0: week. the episode last week? Before. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because so, you did mention it. Yeah. So that's the newest thing. I got the female Janai. Um, other than that, nothing. Just maintaining at a massive the, feed. So like, once a pair now of those. Yeah. Yes, I have a pair of northern Mexican pine snakes. And I tell you what, man, those have become like a like a huge, huge favorite for me. Like they're becoming that snake that's like somebody came up to me and was like, Hey, you gotta keep one snake for the rest of your freaking life, I I might pick I might pick Jedi. I'm not gonna lie. Like they they've become some of my favorite favorite animals. They're really awesome to work with. Hmm. So I'm not saying something, people watch it. It does say something. My kids, <laughs> like I really, I really, I don't know what it is. I couldn't even tell you. Someone it's said just, you had to great. give
0: your citrus nerodia to me. Right. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's what somebody said. If someone, uh, if
0: someone said that, or they oh, take your Jani away, like if it's if it's a, a hostage situation, and it's either <laughs> you give me the citrus or that you your Jani get it.
1: Yeah, I what's guess gonna be? I'd have to give them over, man. I love the citruses, right. but. Yeah, no, Jan- idea. Jan- no, you got an idea. <laughs> nah. but no, they're great. Citruses are great too. Those are those are fantastic. You can't have them, dude. Chill. Okay. Well, I'm I'm
0: officially part of the JNI club as well cuz Chris Painechev sent me one in the box of corns that I got as a surprise. Like I was surprise, going through the box and I got the you know the the complimentary penis drawing that Chris includes in every shipment we get from him. Okay, is it a, is a, a, a scrotum. We're gonna have a okay, straight up like is, art gallery is, of Chris's is work.
1: A scrotum. It is not just a penis; it is a scrotum. It's the whole okay. thing. This mine it's was jumping whole, on, a he, was on, a on a trampoline. <laughs> yours was on a skateboard. I was <laughs> on a skateboard.
0: It's like uh, in super bad. Like yeah. when he had a problem with drawing genitalia all over everything. It's the exact yeah. same thing. Like all the stupid, like the ones on like with the cowboy hat riding the bomb. Like yeah. That's the kind of stuff that Chris has sent us with these shipments. And yeah. I have to hide it in my closet so my child doesn't see it when she walks into the room.
1: I put mine on the fridge.
0: You did put yours on the fridge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take that off eventually. I just thought it was funny. She's still up there, still rocking. and roll. I'm
0: not getting rid of mine. Like, I'm not throwing mine away. we are going to start away. collecting them, and then one day we'll yeah. do a gallery or something, and they'll probably sell for millions of dollars. If it that a is. banana duct taped to a wall can sell for $3 million or whatever That's it was. Like, Surely one of Chris Payne yeah. uh, illustrations, phallic illus- illustrations, could sell for just as much.
1: I I, I wouldn't doubt it, especially if we have like a whole a whole menagerie of them.
0: All doing different things. Yeah.
1: yeah. All doing this stuff, you know, scrotums just being scrotums.
0: But I was digging through, I got some corns from him. And so I was like, pull it out, corns, pull it out, corns, pull it out, corns. And then there's a little other deli cup. You know, some pack uh, masking tape on it, like the blue painter's tape, and it says best fucking snakes ever. And I look and there's a Janai in there, and I was like, text, I was like, You motherfucker. He's like, What? And I was like, The because I, I, I didn't know he was sending that to me. So I was like, Okay, cool. Damn. So,
1: Soon you will RD- find
0: out. Young eight. I fed it last night. They came in yesterday. Nice. <laughs> Gave it a live yeah. fuzzy. Took it no problem.
1: My native Half- fuzzy.
0: Half the corns ate right away, too, which is nice.
1: Speaking of, I didn't go through all the snakes and pull out dishes and make sure everybody ate their food. Um, thinking about that. It
0: turns out, ironically, I wasn't planning on thorn scrubs laying, but I'm getting some thorn scrub eggs because that girl's gravid as hell and just shed. So that was her prelay. So she'll be dropping. She looks stupid thick uh blood red is going to drop any day now soon too first corn clutch is going to hatch any day now i'm on day like 58 of the ladies island the ladies island stuff um and then the ladies island male to the ghost tessera female that clutch is due to hatch probably the next weekend we'll see all right uh and then baird's to follow you know probably Two or three weeks after everything else, so yeah, probably, nobody probably cares about of, those. Yeah, but... no one does. I'm just saying, the end of July is when those will probably show up. Stupid things. Stupid birds. got a nice
2: Congrats.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's yeah, and now I'm like I've got all these these babies from Chris. I got these Dion's, and I'm they've been kind of about half of those have been eaten regularly now. There's still like half of them that haven't taken a meal yet. The other half of it are like two or three meals deep already. So. I don't know. We'll see. but Let... It'll
1: be all right. Let them roll.
0: I'm freaking loving, though. I think we did talk about those Montrose tubs, the 96 ounce Dollar Tree tubs with the red lids. I am so freaking sold on those things. Like if you got hatchlings, especially small stuff like, you know, corns and, and bairds and Diones and stuff like that, like Nerodia, especially that that tub is big for baby Nerodia. Yeah. But they stack. They're not super tall. You can fit a big enough water bowl. You can fit a hide or two. The lids like snap on, which is really nice for me because I don't have to worry about losing anything, because you know that's a problem. <laughs> um, I'm I'm loving them though, and they're stackable. I just write with masking tape on the front, who's who, and then on top of the lid, just that's where I keep track of of when they ate and what they ate, and I'm I'm just really liking them because for stuff that's temporary, like isn't gonna be hanging out long term, they work out perfectly until stuff sells. No. Uh, and then the stuff that I do end up holding on to, like that's what goes into the racks and stuff. So I'm digging it.
2: That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. He he sent them to me cause I, I'm always, Hey, I love Dollar Tree when it comes to, to tubs and things and water bowls and, and whatnot.
1: Everything. Um,
0: but when he showed me these, I went and looked at them and then I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Those things are for baby Nerodia man. And like all that other stuff for real. Like, if a 6 cord, It has the same sort of footprint as a 6 cord in terms of, like, the length and the width, but it's not nearly it's, as tall. Yeah,
1: it's a shorter.
0: It's probably a third shorter than a than a 6 cord if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they stack fine and everything, so... And there's more than enough clearance between the lid and, like, a humid hide, which I have in with some of the Dion's and stuff, and the water bowls, like... Unless it's something that's on the bigger side and has, like, a meal in it, then I would worry about it. Maybe, like, especially in the water bowl, not being able to get out between the lid and it, but for anything smaller, you know, it's, it's, it's perfect. And it's great. Are
1: you using the red water dishes like these?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm using that with the, the corns that Chris sent. And then, and the other ones, I had some smaller little like condiment Tupperware cups, like reusable condiment size cups, Mm -hmm. um, where I keep all my mustard and, uh, that's like that's <laughs> what the the water bowls were, and yeah. couldn't get the stains out, but it's all good. Must so. hey, stain.
1: But that's it. Yeah. So Eric, how about you tell us a little bit about you and your collection? And what's been going on with you're the, a man of, of, of
0: many. Yeah. Many, many tastes
2: i'm a bit i'm a bit eclectic it's awesome uh, i though. do i do have a uh, little bit of a thread uh, i do like island species dwarf species so i have a lot of Caribbean boas uh color throughs, uh, that's only the genus uh, of the Caribbean boas i don't keep any of the uh, truff, uh truff delphys, tropes um and i don't keep any of the uh coralis even though uh the Russian bear burger eye and the grindensis, are pretty cool, but I was going to say wild. you,
0: you would be like Russian burger. I would be like right up your alley. Like, yeah, right yes, definitely.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's going to be a while until those that get established enough to the point mm-hmm. where it's going to be kind of spread out. So, uh, and then I, if I could keep uh, that Island locality of carpet pythons, uh, I would definitely, I'll give up all my coastals just for that, just to have everything like Island stuff. Uh, and then I have the, the Tannenbar scrubs, uh, and I think that's it. But on the Caribbean Island boas, Calibaldra boas, I have six species of them. So I have uh, Puerto Ricans, I have Jamaicans, I have Cubans, I have uh, Dominican Republic uh, uh, boas. The uh, red, are those are
0: the Red Mountains? Yes, those are yeah. Red Mountain
2: boas. Uh, and then I have Berry Island, I don't know if I mentioned mm-hmm. that already. And then I'm getting another locality of uh, I, I would say Bahamian boas. are in that uh, in that uh, species subspecies. I don't think they're uh, a different subspecies. The Berry Island boas. They're in a different subspecies, but I think they all got collapsed anyways. In uh, yeah, yeah. Strigilatus. That one is the uh, Eleuthera, which is an island I think east a little bit east of the Bahamian uh, chain and. And uh, uh, uh Abaco Island, which is another island that also inhabits the that uh, same subspecies as in the berry islands. But those I bought this week, so at, they haven't come yet. Uh so that's on the Calaibothro side, and then uh I have a lonely pair of uh king snakes, speckled king snakes. Those are locality specific, they're from uh Magnolia. Uh, county in arkansas from a friend of mine hmm. he's a herp- uh, herpetologist over there and he has some permits and he collected a grab it female from actually a mating pair and he collected both and they end up having a clutch so he sent me a, a pair of those i really love those those are pretty cool the only colubrids i have but i think nice. i hopefully i won't get too big too big into them it's a uh, slippery I, slope man yeah i know i know but mean, I, it's I, too I,
0: late for I, me and I, jake but you can still save yourself
2: yeah no i'm thinking of just having a a pair of desert kings with their blackheads so i have the speckled kings which are the i call them the diamonds of north america yeah. and then the blackhead uh the desert kings would be the blackheads of North yeah america. so now i would have both just something to keep uh just to make fun of it in my head i guess <laughs> yeah uh and then i have a. Uh, a bunch of different uh reds and head and Zantik, red head and xantics uh for those i have madame blueberry lined i have uh yagopura Debo line russian or russian and i have uh what's the third one uh, i have the swiss uh swedish line of xantics which throw reds on occasion mm-hmm. uh and then uh, one more oh, and, uh in brisbane I uh, cool. so have three of
0: those. Man, I don't know what it is about those Russians, though. That I've always—I don't know. I've always those have always seemed to catch my attention more than than a lot of other stuff. And I don't, especially like the tigers. Yeah. Um, I can't exactly figure out what it is because honestly, like if if you ask me to tell you what the major differences were, I probably couldn't. But there's just something about the look of the Russians that I just I love.
2: Yeah, they have a very, a very pixelated. Uh, yeah, head almost
0: like yeah. like y kind of like tile. Yep. I don't know. That's 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 exactly. Yeah, it. That's
2: something that uh, attracts me a lot to to the red phenotype in particular, mm-hmm. because that red phenotype tends to have that kind of checkered, uh, uh-huh. pixelated head pattern, uh, mm-hmm. and kind of uh, if you look at a uh, the southern coasters coastals and the Brisbane localities and whatnot they tend to have that pixelated head pattern mm-hmm. by a bold, So I, I kind of gravitate into those uh, a little bit.
0: So and what is, oh, go ahead.
2: I, I just I just wanted to say that, that that Russian line is very potent. I I mix it with uh, Madame Blueberry uh, and made some spectacular babies. And then I did uh, an Isantic uh, pairing where I got some heads from that same thing just some really really nice so that uh it hopefully uh the guys at npr could could get a clutch and we can get it out there a little bit more because that that bloodline it's it's very potent on what it does and does some really nice positive positive stuff that uh uh uh, Balin tiger and russian that like billy hunt has yeah fabulous too yeah
0: I mean I don't yeah. think I don't think Balin could produce an, an ugly snake if he tried. <laughs> Especially when it like with the tiger stuff in particular, you know, it's yeah. like even hearing the story of that, because he did an article in the magazine uh talking about that. And like I guess for whatever reason I and that's just me not being super hip to to sort of carpet lines and, and morphs in particular, aside from like the major ones. Uh yeah. I don't know. I was just I was surprised that it kind of started out with as few animals as it has and how it's just evolved and become so diverse and stuff and still having that sort of novel look to them, you know, that's just, I don't know. I find that wild, but I think it's just the right amount of outcrossing to the right animals seems to have really just kept that, that line looking, looking really sharp.
2: I think it's, it, it shows the power of selected breeding, breeding, and it shows the power of uh, lion breeding. There's Mm -hmm. a lot that can be done with any line, any snake, any species of snake, if you have uh, the patient, pretty much, to keep that going.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So what was the sort of the timeline for you in terms of like the Kylobothrists, the Moralia, the Somalia, sort of what came first and what was the sort of the evolution from that? And then we'll definitely dive into the red stuff a little bit more. Sure,
2: sure. So I I grew up in Puerto Rico, uh, and for college I moved to Iowa State uh and for some reason one of my dr- my drives to actually move to the united states wasn't only because economy was crashing and puerto rico was going through a really rough patch uh mm-hmm. and it wasn't only college but i really wanted to keep uh, all these different snakes because in puerto rico i think the only snakes that were legal at the time to keep was bull pythons maybe a type of garter snake uh, and then so pada uh, tortoises, even though you can find a lot of stuff, uh, illegally, those were the only ones that were legal to keep.
1: Wow. So me
2: geeking out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the United States and I'm going to be able to go and keep all these stuff. I remember having a, uh, word file of pictures. Oh, okay. I'm going to keep this species. and I'm going to keep this species. I'm going to keep this. Species, I'm gonna keep this species. Once I moved, uh, I think 2009 ish. I, I got my first, uh, I guess, Morelia. Before that, I had uh, some uh, forum uh, friends because I was active in the forums mm-hmm. while I was in Puerto Rico. Sent me some stuff here and there, but I went to Tinley in 2009. That was my first. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> it was, good-
0: it was yeah. all over. After I know.
2: First experience like watching, seeing a, a big reptile show, all these snakes. It was, it was very, uh, it was very wild and very like eye-opening and i and it was funny because i didn't go with that much money but i said i wanted this and this what i wanted was a jungle carpet python and i wanted a Dumurls boa. and i i had i probably had less, less than 300 bucks and i bought both with less than 300 bucks
1: wow Gee
2: i know right you can't do that anymore so i got numeral's wow. boa, and i got a, a jungle i suppose like jungle i remember seeing some really nice jungles but they're the prices of jungles haven't really moved much since then there's still mm-hmm. $500 for a nice jungle uh which is, which is nice it shows the testament uh that that snake has stayed uh you know yeah. the level uh, for a long time um so I got that uh that me being I'm, I'm very particular about what I wanted how it looked that jungle didn't have lineage for some reason that bothered me. I'm like, okay, I need to know where it came from. I need to know what it is. I I, I want those yellows, whatever. Uh, I found out that, uh, uh, what's his name? The people at Headhunters, uh, Chris lived in Iowa too. He actually lived, uh, I think, 30, 35 minutes from, from Ames, which is where the university was, mm-hmm. where, I, where I was. Uh, and I bought a diamond... Integrated from him, really nice, uh, but still, like, didn't catch me. And I wanted to focus on something, uh, and at the time, I was really geeking out on snakes like uh, Madame Blueberry, on snakes from Michael Pennell, uh, on the Reds that uh, Jason Bailey, Bailey was doing, the Reds that uh, Luke Snell was doing too. And I'm like, that's that's where I want that's where I want to go, not only because. Uh, it's something that attracts me just how it looks. And I really wanted to to recreate that Southern look because the only thing that Southern that we had was uh, the Brisbane at, at the time. And they were kind yeah. of rare that, at that point. Uh, but I had a feeling that uh, that phenotype was going to be thrown at the wayside because caramel started to become more popular. Mm. Like here's caramel, caramel. We know how it works. It's, it's, uh incomplete dominant uh and it's okay it's on and off switch kind of thing right and then these uh red hypos as they were called at that time uh weren't consistent and nobody uh not nobody but people didn't really want to put the time into it so i'm like okay there's that's where i want to go i was fortunate enough that uh, a buddy of mine at the time uh his name was uh david poppy who's also uh, in the forums and np.net uh, he was I think probably an hour and an hour and a half for where I was he had some uh, blueberry stuff and he posted on the forums if somebody wanted uh, he asking for help for sexing a clutch so he came over at my dorm and I, I sexed one of his clutches and he gave me uh, one of the reds in return and that that did it for me I'm like yep I'm definitely gonna, gonna start here uh, so my next moved was I need a, I need to pair it, but I didn't want to pair it to anything, uh, not a snake that I found. I need something that complements. And yeah. because I knew that this was going to be a long-term thing, I need something that not only complements uh, what I was doing, but kind of gives it new blood without washing away what I'm looking for. Right. Uh, so I, was fortunate enough and I'm going to send you a picture of her actually to find this girl up for sale at uh at the forum and at the time I was uh advertised Blinky uh line uh 2006 uh, female um and she is just gun metal blue no no black on her she's a hypo but without the red if that makes sense like green uh, hmm. And I'm like, that's what I want. Cause I want to that hypo kind of uh, ghostly look. I want to wash away as much of the black as I can uh, from uh, the reds. Cause for me, I really, I like the bold look, but what really drives me or uh, what really attracts my attention is that hypo and that ghost look like, uh, the the ghost reticulated pythons the the purple albinos i remember the the pastel ghost uh the pastel isantics those like washed that for some reason does it for me so i wanted to to hopefully I'd get that from that lemke female and i think i i found it and from there i made f1 and from f1 that's from her first clutch and then from f1 I got a, a mail from uh Kyle, I forgot his last name, but he went to South Africa to do uh, his PhD and his master's. And he acquired a JAG, which I'll send it to you too, uh, that was uh, produced by Aaron Buhali from, also from animals from Madame Blueberry and uh, Will Leary. And i use that to do uh to pair one of my f1s from this pairing and the male that i got from poppy and then it just escalated from that and i've done out crosses with other uh red lines like the the russian and at some point once the female is ready i'll do uh, brisbane as well just so that i can add red uh and then without taking away again taking away anything or putting away any anything that i don't really want it.
0: yeah i'm pulling it up right now yeah that's, that's oh yeah oh, man
2: yeah it's nice his kid uh i'll show you his kid his kid was from my f1 uh cross uh, and his kid looks a lot like him little older picture but he still looks just the same and that i sometimes uh make fun of not make fun kind of chuckle because the old uh naming oh uh, yeah
0: i remember that animal yeah i remember looking at that picture yeah he's
2: he's he's nice there's no black in that the all the black it's all washed So the the old name of uh, red hypos or red hypojags, it it really holds true. It is a type of hypo. And in listening to uh, Nick describe uh, how Bradley hypo works, it does work uh, a lot like the reds. At least the ones that I'm working with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So that's i mean how long like how many generations deep are you with the the reds in particular um
2: right now i hatch f3s uh for reds <clears throat> uh and next year uh if the males that i that i produce in 2020 are ready i'll produce uh, f4s yeah
0: I, I don't know I don't know about Jake, but for me, like when I hear red carpets, like you're the first name that comes to mind for me in terms of like if someone's looking for reds, like you're the first person I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mention because like I said, thank I'm you. not super heavy into carpets, but knowing like seeing the stuff that people have gotten from you, seeing the stuff you've posted, you produced, it's it's kind of a no brainer. It's like if you're looking for reds, like there's really nowhere else to go, in my opinion. Like I mean, thank s- you. I don't know what if Penella is still doing. Red he has his own
2: and... uh, yeah. line uh, of reds. They are unrelated to Madame Blueberry. They're only related to Russian or any of that stuff. So it's, it's his own stuff. Uh, Balin produces some sometimes. Um, and whenever he does, I don't think he, I don't know if he posts them anywhere. I know that mm-hmm. you go to Tinley and you find them, you see them there, buy them.
0: Yeah. Um, have you tied any of the Pinnell stuff into, into yours? No, just uh, I it's unrelated or
2: well, they have they display more black than what I like. I okay. do like their busy pattern and I do like that, that the stripe that they they show. I do like a, a busier stripe than mm-hmm. the, your normal Tigers, nice and clean. Uh, but there's a it's just not not what I am looking for. And, and also, I would like to keep his because you work on that line so much. Uh, same thing with uh, with uh, Balin. He's working his lines so much, and in, in our lines, and I put our lines because I don't consider mine a line. Uh, they're so different. I wouldn't want the the stuff to blur out. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're working with Eric's stuff. You're working with the Balin stuff, and then we are all working with the same looking animal. And I, I want to have that boundary because diversity is—it's fun. That's why we all love carpets. So having distinct lines that we all curate, uh, I think helps everyone.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's a—it's a very sort of, it's a fine line where it's like you—you want to keep your stuff where it's at. You know, when you have the other two sort of separate strings of that sort of doing their own thing, trying to keep that focused on yours, it seems like that could be. Kind of, kind of tough from time to time. I'm sure it's tempting to to want to throw in some of the other stuff you've seen and to just to see what happens, right? Uh,
2: honestly, I'm I'm very, and I think uh, I've talked to Billy Hunt about this. I'm, I'm very focused on what I do and what I buy and my long term goals with with the snakes and all that. And I, I again, I like their looks uh, for what they are. But I don't have a desire. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go grab their stuff and put it to my stuff. Like I, yeah. for some reason, I, I don't. It's the same way I don't have. That's the only uh, Morelia I keep. I only mm-hmm. have Colts. And I don't yeah. have any uh, Rockhamptons. So I don't have any other stuff. I only have the stuff that I'm going to do with Reds. That's it. The only Morphs I have, I have that Jag, one Jag. And I have the Azantics, And I have as many Xantics as I do, mainly HETs. Because of that end goal that I have, once yeah. I create my visual exantics, uh, all my heads or majority of my heads are going to go, and I'm going to again stream down to to my focus, which is uh, first I got to see how the visual exantics going to is going to look. But I have a vision in my head of how I want that to to look like, and mm-hmm. if it does, or if I think. I can get it. And then I'm just going to go and select the animals that I need to, to get to, to that point.
1: What yeah. Sort of the- I think it's one of those things that like, you know, for you working, you know, this, you know, working the animals that you work, you know, it's safe to say that, you know, somebody's going to get a red from you. Somebody's going to get a red from Pennell or Balin. And they're probably going to do that, which is, which is fine. But, you know, for somebody like you, who's working, you know, your side of the reds, like, yeah, I think it's a lot smarter to kind of stay with what you're doing, let them stay with what they're doing. Cause somebody else is going to do it. And if you go ahead and do it now, then you're just creating what somebody else is about to do, you know, the same thing. So, you know, and it's, it's the same way with a lot of locality stuff, like, you know, a lot of, you know, like Justin, you plugged into, you know, the, ladies Island locality to the Tessera stuff, you know, and there are a lot of people who are going to do that. You know, that's why a lot of these localities and just... the wild types are good, but you always want the people that just work the localities and wild types. And then, but somebody else, you See, that's why I like Billy Hunt stuff. so much. Cause Billy Hunt yeah.
0: does both. Like he has enough yeah. animals to where he still does his, his pure stuff with like his uh Petersons. But then he's also kind of putting some other stuff in the mix and trying things out. Like I'm that same way. Like I, As much as I'd want to stay hyper focused on on stuff in particular, like I just I get too curious to see what what would happen if you did X, you know, put X with Y and and especially with Condros, man. It's like there's just not knowing what you're gonna get. And I I just I gotta I gotta explore it. You know, that's just the way I am. But there is something to be said for having, you know, a really killer line of something that you've been working for, and that's what I plan to do with the the ladies island stuff, but I just I gotta. I gotta have a foot in 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 both both holes in that yeah. in that in that way,
2: and that's uh, I I think that's 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 great. I just for me in my head I need to I need to be specific to yeah. keep me sane. And I have i have some other other stuff that I do outside of snakes, uh, especially now in the summer months. So I I can't have. A lot, because then yeah. my mental health will go down. Yeah, it's it really it's you. time
1: consuming, <laughs> man. It'll it'll make you because, like, yeah. you know, right now I have more snakes than I've ever had before. Now and man, it's when I'm not at work, you know, I'm doing snakes. You know, yep. I take two days yep. out of the week to you know kind of hang with, with my girlfriend and you know take the night off from snakes. But if I'm not at my day job, I'm
2: in here, you know. And it's and then yeah, that's it's time. That's your jam. You go for it. Uh, yeah, but for me it, it just doesn't work. And to your point yeah, no, for say, sure. that you were saying about uh, someone else gonna take those line and do mix yeah. whatever. One of my the one of my first thoughts when I started uh, my selections and whatnot was looking at the bull python market, there wasn't a, a selector breeding for a good looking normal. It was mm-hmm. like grab whatever and breed it to a morph, get whatever. And, and my thought, and I think I, I'm pretty sure I heard this from someone somewhere, that if there was effort into putting into selecting a pretty normal, you're going to get pretty base morphs. So for me, yeah. I'm like, I wanted to make, at the time, a pretty normal, what I considered the southern look, wild type yeah. fossils, for anyone else to go and grab them and do anything else with them. Yeah. Exactly. So if you want a nice base, then you get a diet base, and that's yeah. that was always my plan with with coastals, period. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. kind of what I do with the poplin carpets. I mean, I have I have no morphs within poplin carpets anymore. Granted, I have a few different looks that I'm going for. You know, higher yellows, higher blacks. You know, mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, that's that's the same thing I do with them. You know, it's very. Hyper focused on you know but I, there's a route you know so everything's got everything's got a route except one animal I don't even know where where she's heading yet but <laughs> she's she's just the she's an oddball but really excited yeah. nonetheless you know and so that's I mean that's
0: an aspect of it too that I haven't really thought of but it is you know as far as like having putting someone putting in the effort into to making just really killer baseline normal animals Mm -hmm. is like it's it doesn't fit into the rat race of things you know like that's like no one's gonna stop and say okay well i'm gonna do these things for five seasons or whatever see what i can make happen and then by the time you're sort of caught up to where you're like all right it's time to tie in some other stuff into these like it's you're so there's so many things that you've already like trends that you've already missed you know but i mean that's not to say that there's not gonna be another one you know the following year or whatever but uh yeah, I mean that's like that's like with anything. You know, you want the best the best cake or whatever, you know, you start out with the best ingredients. Yep, you
2: know?
1: yep. Yeah, man. That's why you know, I'm just I'm just I just love normals, man. Yeah, you know, I feel like that's where it starts for everything, you know, because I've I've always had the same opinion, you know, the the nice normals will make nice morphs. Yep. You know, yep. like you can you can completely change the look of any more for combination with a nice wild type. Like it's it's the sky's the sky's the limit with that stuff, you know. And I feel like there's not nearly enough effort going into some of that, you know. Because what if some you know somebody was like they breeding really light, you know, ball pythons, you know, just normal yeah. ball pythons, but they're insanely light. What well, would that do to just a normal pastel? You know what I mean? Like, could you make a normal pastel look like a super with just some wild type? right you know influence you know so there's there's a lot of things that could be done with with just some you know i say simple you know it takes years well, to really still, to, you know to really nail down a selective yeah. breeding project you know especially with wild types
0: there's something um, to be appreciated for for a simple sort of project like that where it's like yeah. you know i'm just gonna see how nice i can make these corns these balls these carpets look like nothing yeah. fancy nothing crazy i may be one of only a handful of people that actually like are truly interested and care enough to to carry it out but like that's i'm that's one of the things i'm super excited about with the ladies island corns is like what is untapped like what what's yeah. gonna happen when i start putting these things into each other you know and then for the next two or three years and like it may not like there's probably a lot of people that are like whatever man it's not a you know, Tessera or orchid or something in terms of corns. But it's like, to right. me, it's like, this is cool as hell. Like, it's just, it's awesome. And yeah. see
1: that, and see that stuff bothers me. Cause I was actually thinking about this, like in my, in my daydreaming the other day, just thinking about stuff um, within the community. You know, I feel like a lot, you know, all that stuff goes so under appreciated in this hobby. And it's frustrating at how like little people will think of it you know it's like this wild type corn snake you know to one person it's a wild type corn snake that's you know worth 20 bucks you know but it's like no this is a island locality in south carolina that was wild caught somebody put effort into catching this thing acclimating it you know, making sure it's good with captive, in captivity, breeding it, getting eggs. Like the same effort, if not more, went into getting that snake and these babies than your morph. You know, like because that just that popped out. Like I'm sorry, you know, that just came out. Hey, because you made a combo. You know, somebody really put effort into getting these things established. Well, so it's like particular... I feel like there's so people cut that down so much just because it's a wild type and it and it's. I don't know. It's frustrating. <laughs>
0: People forget, man, a lot of the morphs we have now popped out of wild caught corns. Like, yeah. that's one of the things that, I mean, yeah, I may not see anything for, I may not see anything ever, you know, in terms yeah. of like line breeding these things and stuff. But you think about all the stuff that we've seen from, from wild caught corns and stuff that are, that are yeah. responsible for the combos and morphs we have now. It's like, it's really not that out of the question to think that you know that there's there's serious potential for something to come out of out of that project
1: i mean all based you know single single gene morphs came from wild wild animals you know like that's they came from somewhere you know like at least you know it's yeah but if you take con- combinations out of it, you know the, oh, i'm not in the morph game so i know there's like you know one Name can have like four different morphs in it, so like those aside, but like all base single, you know, single gene morphs, they're well, it's they that, came from wild types.
0: <laughs> and the power that some of those have, though, because you think about like Sunkiss, like that was just, I think, an animal or two that Kathy Love hatched out of of a pretty ordinary pair of corns. But you put Sunkiss in the stuff, and it it really. I mean it's recessive, so you gotta it takes a little more time to see, you know, see it see it have it come to light. But mm-hmm. like it does some really cool stuff when you tie it into the things. Same with Cinder, which came from Keys Corns. Like you tie cinder into some stuff and it does some really neat things. Like it's just mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of the the exciting part for me. And even then, at the end of the day, it's like you're still producing just some nice looking corns that someone somewhere appreciates, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna be stupid expensive, but People like Mike Kosicki are gonna be into it. You know, yeah. Chris is gonna think they're awesome.
1: Yeah, exactly. So whatever. Yeah.
0: Mission accomplished.
1: I don't know. The day the day that I saw a post, this was a while ago. This was, you know, a couple of years ago, actually. Still remember it because it bothered me so much. This somebody posted on Facebook that they just had their first corn clutch hatch and the first one out was a normal and they were just Pissed about it. Oh, I, like, think I remember
0: you talking about that. I yeah, did. I, it had that. me
1: hot, man. Like they yeah. were genuinely upset, like very, very upset that the first snake out wasn't normal.
2: I'm like, you're
1: you're, you're garbage. Like I'm sorry. Like that. That's terrible. That is terrible. Right. I
2: remember that with the uh, uh, MP forum 2 People yes. patching Jags. They're like, oh no, I got only two Jags. This sucks. Mm-hmm. Now I have to. That's why the jack sibs. Like came about yeah. I'm and getting so, rid of the
0: project.
2: Uh, yeah, and now yeah. and now it's backwards. You're doing a jag and another more. It's like, oh no, I don't want any jags. Yeah, so like, no. Attached <laughs> to the jag. It's, it's Do you think though, in, though that yeah.
0: like with caramel in particular and carpets and and stuff like that that has more of the incomplete dominant inheritance like. That took off more because people saw more immediate results from stuff like that. Cause Jag yeah. Jag's incomplete dominant, right? Yeah, Jag's it, incomplete
1: yeah. dominant, but the super Jag form was everywhere. Is, too. I'm is... gonna say
0: CODOM for the sake of of just <laughs> making it roll off the tongue easier. I mean incomplete dominant before anyone gets their yeah. panties in a twist. Like when I say Kodom, know that I mean incomplete dominant. I know that's not the right terminology.
1: Get they over it.
0: Dominant is just it's like it's like Maclets.
1: I just oh it doesn't, no, it's it not like Macklets. Shut up. Shut up. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that. Do not that pisses me off more than that damn corn snake shit. Oh man. Get out of here. Well, of I'm of just saying
0: that. like stuff like oh, that. Man. I think that's a big part, especially I mean in everything, not even just carpets, but stuff like that is the reason so many other uh like lines and morphs kind of got just looked over because people had to had to wait two seasons or three seasons to to see it you know to see results like with the codon stuff people were like sweet i just got to breed <laughs> it once and i got it like perfect and so yeah. i feel like that a lot of people took that ball of whatever species you know and sort of ran with it and i mean it's nice but then you also have the point now where stuff like in terms of corns just cuz that's how i can sort of relate to the The whole thing is uh, like Tessera and Mask and some of those other morphs that it's like, now you have to be way more selective to not have it because it's been used so much now. And I I, I don't know if it's the same with Caramel and Carpets now or if that's kind of remained relatively isolated. But uh, I think Jag's probably a better example of of something that's like... Well, it's I think karma so and Jack... People see it, and they don't want that, but that's what they get. And it's like, even if you were trying your best not to have that included in things, you still somehow end up... Because some of the mask stuff in corns in particular, like, some of them you can't even tell, almost. Like, it's it's a, it's a an odd gene that I don't... I understand why, why people would find it annoying if they don't want it. I don't... It's still kind of confusing to me, honestly, because there's some that have, like, zero expression... And then there's some that have a ton of expression. So it's kind of hard to say one way or the other, but I'm, it's, that seems to be a common thing now that, that all that stuff has been breaded so much that it's hard to dodge.
1: Yeah. And I mean, with like carpets, you know, especially Jags and, and caramels, those were like the first, like, you know, affordable morphs, you know? So like when they were on, like, everybody was getting them in, you know, because they were they were affordable, they were something different, you know, so there were so many caramel jags in the, you know, in the market, you know, and there still are, you know, caramel's used all the time. Now that hypo has made its way in the U.S. a lot more, you know, I see people using that a little bit more, you know, versus caramel. Hypos are still a lot more... Expensive at the moment, but now that now that hypo's around, you know we can make true ghosts. You know with, um yeah you know, these these carpets. Because a lot of people, you know, back before we could get hypos, they were calling a, 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 car, a car a caramel exanthic, you know, a ghost. Yeah. You know which and that was an American ghost, and I'll you, ghost. ghost was that was a hypo, you know, and so well, I don't know. Was, I like caramels though.
0: I I do like a nice, especially like Supers. Yeah, I really like a a nice caramel. Jags never did a whole lot for me. Um, I mean, obviously snakes like Benjamin, you know, that's a killer. That's the first animal I think of when I think of Jag carpets. Like that just, that's obviously a a stellar animal. But for the most part, Jags are, except that one that Jake had though, that went to Billy, was that IJ Jag. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. Like there's, so there are some that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm here for it. And then there's others that I'm like, eh, it's Jag. Yeah. I've yeah, always yeah.
1: thought Jags were like really pretty. Like I love, I absolutely love the pattern
2: of a Jag. Yeah. I
1: think it's amazing, but uh, it's my not, only
2: not like problem with Jags is that I, every time I've had Jack clutches, I get like 90, 80% Jack clutch. Mm. So I'm like, okay, cool. Wow. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to use <clears> this guy. Cause uh, his, his line, his mom, whatever. So, but I get <coughs> ten, 10, eggs and one is a normal. Everything else is Jack seven eggs and two are normals and everything else is Jack. So if, is. I, if I want to make a selection or whatever, or, or uh, because I don't breed as much, that much, I had three clutches this year, but one was just one good egg. So two clutches this year. And that's, I don't think i ever done more than that ever. Three clutches is my tops. So if I'm doing a clutch and it's, 90 percent jagged, then I'm not going to keep all the Jags right right so that's the only reason why I kind of had to step back from Jag and I only have one even when I was doing the uh the Azantic Jack that I had uh again I had to the gold Jacks when I bred it to the Russian there was only one normal and there was like four Jacks it's like I don't know, mm. like what's going on
0: well, when it hmm. comes to the Reds, as far as hatching those, like, how do you go about picking holdbacks? I mean, surely um, at this point you've seen enough of them to kind of have an eye for for what you want to, what stands out, and what what wouldn't.
2: A little bit. Uh, I'm still learning. Um, it's better if you if you wait for one or two sheds. Uh, but I do.
1: Or I one move. or two years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Whichever um, comes first. I have the, I have the reverse Burke. I don't like uh holding back a lot and that's why mm-hmm. that's a curse uh for me because i i've sold animals and i'm like why did i do that or i kept i keep just one and then the parent dies or whatever and then your hold back dies and you're like well i only did it once so there yeah. it goes uh so i i have that curse that i'm i'm trying to kind of step away from that and this year I'm, I'm, i've kept more and that's why i have a lot of head of and a lot of other stuff because it's just I need to learn to hold back things right um so I what I was looking at is the contrast between the red and the pattern so if you see the the red, it's really like blood or like orange rusty and then the pattern itself it's it's a Grayish, yellowish. So then, once they keep shedding, that on that contrast is only going to get uh, better. And that, and as minimal black as I could find on, on the borders of that pattern. That's what I've been selecting for. Um, it just on looks, and and now that I'm holding back a little bit more and a little bit, er, uh, later and keeping them for at least a year. I've noticed that uh, they, they just shed a lot of their black. Like they just keep getting brighter and they shed a lot of the black. But that initial color that you see when they're first shed, uh, it's a good indicator. They're just going to get exponentially better from that. The black fades uh, with age. Uh, but if it's something, uh, I'll show you. If it's something like this, the black usually stays uh, for a little while. This is more of a high pattern, high black. You yeah. can see that saddles. So there's the <laughs> kind of flames on the side. That black, <laughs> uh, it's probably going to stay. It might get a little bit faded over time. I have an aunt from, from this girl that, uh, as they become adult, they kind of just go through this ghost phase where they just lose a lot of their the richness in the in the dark, in the black. Mm-hmm.
0: So how's the uh, sort of switching gears, the, the uh, Somalia?
2: They're doing pretty good. Uh, this year, um, I actually, uh, KJ contacted me. He's like, hey, man, uh, my female turned out to be a male. Uh, are you interested in seeing if we can get a clutch? Because uh, I have a male and that male. You know, I've heard a lot about male con not combat, but having two males with Somalia mm-hmm. actually helps a lot. Uh, so I'm like, Yeah, sure. So he sent me his mail, so I have his mail now in quarantine. And what I'm going to do is, uh, this right here that's where I got my Somalia. So I got my mail, uh, pattern less already on the side. This on, and then on the bottom, there he is. So there's a patternless Liz Azantic uh, mm-hmm. that I got from Nick Mutton. Uh and then on the bottom, I have the female, which is a pattern azantic that I got from uh, Dan Malary. You're probably not gonna see her, she's just stay in there. Uh and you get the dogs out of their rooms, you the know. <laughs> Come on. Uh and I did get I did get a clutch out of them uh Oh, last season. Um, I wasn't planning on pairing them, but the female and I'll show you pictures. uh, The female got really big and she's starting to swell up. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm going to pair them because why not? She's showing signs. So I pair them and they looked up. uh, She ovulated and she gave me, I think, seven eggs. Two of those seven or nine eggs two I know two of those were bad um and three or four were not showing any veins and then there was one that was showing veins so all of them died except for that one that was showing veins uh and it went the distance until day 65 at day 65 uh. Uh, I saw the little slit and I'm like, oh man, it's coming out. So I go, started opening, and it drowned on the egg. So I couldn't, mm. I wasn't able somehow to like get the slate off and it just drowned on, on the egg. So I go, well, shit. I got eggs. So yeah. I'm, I'm close. So maybe uh, with, that's her uh, gravid. You can see on the on the side, on the right, yeah. how well up she is and how dark yeah. she was. Uh, I was noticing she was looking for, for cold. My, she was on the bottom. She was where she was, but close to the window. She was on the bottom. So she was getting into the mid sixties, maybe even lower at night. And she was still looking for more cold. Uh, So I think keeping them, having them that, or giving them that cold snap uh, in the winter, they, they're seeking for that this year. I didn't, Cut her um, this last season. I guess I didn't cut uh, her her heat at night completely like I did her first season, and she just didn't go. She was still looking for cold. She never. She was never in the heat. Uh, so I'm guessing she needs that just no heat at night for x amount of time, and that induces uh, ovulation hmm. or growth.
0: And had you tried pairing them prior to that that season?
2: No, that was the first no. season, the first time pairing them. I, I saw all the good signs, so I'm like, I'm gonna throw them in there. And in that uh that uh that passageway that uh, like Owen has for some of his stuff mm-hmm. and other people and like uh, I forgot his name from California Hills have him too. I met him. Uh uh anyways. Wheeler. Brandon Wheeler. Yeah, I met I met him and Tilly in 2019. He's pretty cool. So what I'm going to do here, the other uh, uh, animal from KJ has another Vision 222 on him. So I'm going to stack them and then just do like a nice ten in bar condo. Mm-hmm. And then open them and just let them roam free once it start, just starts getting cool and see what happens.
0: Are yours as demonic yeah. as mine was?
2: Yes. They're, <laughs> the male is terrible. I can't, mine at least, I haven't tried holding uh, KJ's. But mine is is crazy all the time. He doesn't strike at the at the glass or anything like that. Uh, but I I can't touch him. Yeah. And getting mine him is out just... is is a pain. Getting the feet yeah. out, is kind of pain. So I think having that passageway eliminates that it a lot, lot
0: easier. Yeah. Yep. His mind was a nightmare getting him out, getting him back in, like. Yep. Every time I had to do a cage clean and I was yep. like, let me clear up the next half hour of my day yep. because it's a freaking chore, man.
2: It is. Uh, I Thankfully, I don't really handle any of my snakes. Mm-hmm. I I touch a few of them, uh, but it's just once in a blue moon. Yeah, so man. not touching them, it's it's fine. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you plan on getting into like pursuing any more Somalia or is it just Nauda that you're? They're so pretty much.
2: They're too to big to right now. Yeah. Um, I'm if any molukans become available and they don't want ten thousand dollars for them, <laughs> uh, I really w- would like to get into them. I had one uh, a while back while I was still was in college, um, and I I wasn't ready for it, uh, but I would love to have another one. But I think it's going to be a long time until we get mm-hmm. there, or until I can <laughs> buy one unless I get lucky.
0: It seems to me that I don't know if you agree with this or not, but like scrubs in particular, and I guess when we're talking Barnecks, like they seem to get really popular, and then after about a year, you see a lot of people sort of start to to get out of them because they just like I think there's this initial sort of allure to them that maybe they're they're romanticized a bit and that there's something that they're they're really not mm-hmm. um. Because I noticed that just within the last, you know, two or three years or so, it seemed like everyone got really heavy into scrubs, or at least a lot of people I know got heavy into scrubs, and you know, maybe they only bought one or two of them, but eventually it seemed like they they were kind of over it and and got out.
2: I think that the reason why um, uh, the one the pythons in the clouds I forgot the name of that one Boland's pythons are popular and more popular than other scrubs. Is not because of not necessarily how it looks but because it's a scrub that's tame they're calm they're, they're nice anti-scrub. yeah they're chill if all scrubs were chill like bollens i think they would be more common mm-hmm. but if you have a 12 foot angry rope that anytime you you a lot of snakes it, or you need to get his water bowl out you need a shield then it's a, it's a it's a pain a lot of people go nope i don't need this anymore because there's this uh, this feeling that we need to interact and we need to, if I don't touch it, if I don't get it out, it's just not interacting with me. And I think a lot we forget that uh, reptiles don't interact with each other. They're not they're, mammals. They're okay they, with that, yeah. yeah. They don't need to be handled. Nothing handles them the wild. I don't know, out. man.
0: My rhinos seem to... That's like one of very few snakes, if not the only ones I know of, that actually seem to genuinely enjoy coming out and looking
1: around. Well, see, I think there's a difference They're so curious. Between, I think there's a difference between enjoying coming out and exploring and looking around versus being handled. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think they necessarily like being in your hands, but I think they like exploring Smooth the rhinos? Yeah.
0: False. Yeah. yeah. The babies, like the babies you can definitely tell. My my two smaller ones, they're they're much more like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, like something's got me, and then the bigger ones are kinda like, Oh, okay, cool. They're checking it out and
2: <sighs> there's definitely, you know, the the domestication of, of snakes, right? But majority of them and especially with these Somalia that haven't been in the wild for so long, it's gonna take a long time until they're okay with people interacting with them the same way that we interact mm-hmm. with like, carpets and other yeah.
0: stuff like that. And I mean, I say that about people sort of getting out of, of scrubs because that was sort of my experience with it. Like I was very excited to have tandem Bar yeah. and it was cool and all, but then it was one of those things where it's like, I got to clean your cage, which means I got to pull you out and everything else in your cage out. And then I have to somehow get you to let go of whatever I have you on and then put you back in. And it just got to the point where I was like, he's taking up space that I need. He's cool. I didn't like it was enjoyable for a little while. And then sort of the the, the facade faded. And I was like, okay, these are yeah, this is why I don't do bar necks. This is why I don't want one that's bigger than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mother yeah. of God.
1: Yep. <laughs> I want I, I still want tandem bars. I've kind of lost my ish to have a substantial amount of scrubs, but I want I want some of the smaller the smaller locales. I still want, I still want tannin bars. So if you're whenever, whenever you get some, you got that itch to move those babies. Let me know.
2: We'll see, man. We'll see. I I was contacting Dan, um, Larry about uh, another female. And he's like, I can't even find them. And if I find them, I'm going to keep them because Uh uh, I, I there's, so they're going to be tough to find. So I, I really hope I can I can get lucky at some point, get at yeah. least too much in my career. I would be I would be OK with that. Or if we can get it's some uh, some stuff from Europe, because I know there's some people having success in Europe, bring in. That would be, that'd be nice.
0: I remember talking to Harlan about him when I got the, my tandem bar and he's like, dude, we used to bring those in all the time. They were cheap. They were not hard to get. Yeah, they're
1: like trapped. Right? Like, yeah. Right? yeah, they were like
0: the IJs of the of the scroll yeah, world. Because exactly. People were like, why do yeah. you want that? And then it's like now we can't get them, and so it's, yeah. you know, it's it sucks.
1: Or a story of all the cool shit. Yep,
0: yeah. pretty much.
2: And that's a good segue on why I have Kyla Buffers. Yes. Because if nobody keeps them, they're gonna disappear. They're gonna go yeah. away because they me. they stink. If you pissed them off. They're, they're. I don't know if they're that hard starting them, and I knock on wood because I've only had one litter. Uh, and they don't have any morph, they just look plain Jane. There's, there's yeah, but you
0: don't need morphs with Jamaicans in particular, sure,
2: yeah, of course. But all the others, Jamaicans are are like the the jungles of the Kalebothras, right? Everybody likes a Jamaican, but not a lot of people keep. I want
0: Jamaicans. I was um I need to I need to hit up Sir Stone because we had discussed some Jamaican action. So
2: they're they're nice. I do like let me take mine out, see if I can take her out. I do like that they they remind me a lot of uh, scrub pythons just because mm-hmm. of their like their head and kind of their scalation that they have. There you go. Oh,
0: Are um, yours assholes too?
2: A little bit. She won't I don't think she's ever bit. Uh, Pretty much everyone
0: yeah. I've talked to that owns them, they're like, yeah, they're they're just they're kind of like almost like Corallis. They're just high strung. Like they're not necessarily like angry. They're just they're 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 just
1: just not happy to see you. Just,
0: yeah, they just don't yeah. enjoy you. You know,
2: I and and that's fine. I prefer for them to be flighty than just liquid goo all over your hands.
1: Oh, no, um, yeah, 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 I'll take I, that. Yeah.
2: And I don't get that much. Uh, goo unless I'm, like, manhandling them, right? uh Yeah. but on that How area, old is that one? Uh, This one is a couple years old. I want to say yeah. uh more than two, less than three.
0: I don't know. I just, I find like the Jamaican bows in particular, I find just fascinating because you're looking at something that has, like, the same protection status as, like, a tiger. Yeah. But you can, like, we can own them. Like, we can have them. And it's just to me, that's like one of the coolest things is like, this is a species that's literally on the brink of like disappearing, but, and there's probably more in captivity than there are in the wild. And like, we have the, like we're able to, to own that, you know, like that's, that's cool to me. And I know it's, it's kind of sad given, you know, their current status and, and sort of the story of them. And, <coughs> but I think it's cool that we can at least still maintain them in captivity, you know, and there's no, they're not so difficult to breathe that they're, they're going to just completely disappear entirely, you know?
2: Yeah, that's and that's because their site is one. Uh, you can sell them in your state. Uh, like if I produce any, I only have that female. I could, I could get a male, but I only have that female for now. Um, I could sell them in my state, but if I want to give you one or Jake one, then I would ha- I would have to gift it to you. And that's yeah. a thing uh, that happens in, in the in the brother circle. There's a lot of stuff that you can't sell outside of your right. state so you have to gift so the people that you're gifting to uh if you're responsible about about it and you actually like and want the the hobby to to grow you try and, and curate and look for people that are interested in these and, and are going to keep going so i for that i think it's it's pretty neat that you're kind of building your own or building a circle or of yeah like, People that are interested in, in these. If not, they're not they're not gonna go anywhere. Nobody's gonna keep them. Same thing with the uh, Puerto Rican boas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the same status uh, as the Jamaican boas, so they're still. Well,
0: the whole, it's so goofy because it's like there's enough of them established in captivity now right. to where, yeah. like there's there isn't a drive for for smuggled animals out of Jamaica. So it's like, why are we still so worried about it that we have to, you know, there's all this like red tape, even when they're in the States already, they're coming from a, you know, an established breeder where they are documented as being captive bred. Like I, it sounds like also they're, they're so uncommon in Jamaica now that like, even if people wanted to go down there and find some and smuggle them, their chances of getting more than like maybe a couple is, is pretty slim. So it's like, we know these aren't wild caught animals that we're, we're moving between collections. Like what's like, why is it, why is it such a big deal? Like, I it, just find it, that really frustrating with, with It's that. a
2: lot of red tape. It's a lot of government agencies just dragging their feet. Uh, Puerto Rican boas, uh recently uh, had a review on the island on the diversity and on uh, the size of the population. And the researchers uh, came out and said, well, the population is established enough and there's enough diversity in the island that... The, we we say that the species can go down to sites two,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it still hasn't happened because every every government agency that makes that happen is just dragging their feet and waiting on I don't know something. Right. And this is one of the Puerto Rican boas. Not flashy. They kind of fade out as they at they age. I was gonna try and get the female out, but she's in her tube. Getting her her tube is going to be impossible. (laughs) So this is one of the babies I produced in uh, 2018. They, I've noticed they have a really... Either they have a really slow growth spurt, all of them, Mm -hmm. all the Kylo or I feed them uh, not as much as they should. I don't think so. I think it has a pretty nice... uh, And I've seen them in the wild, uh, so I know how they what their muscle mass is in the wild and whatnot. Uh, So the only way you're going to have one of these is if someone gives it to you. And because a lot of them have a bad rep of being uh, smelly and being aggressive, uh, people shy away from them, just like some of the Mm scrubs. But he's, as you can see, he hasn't tried to bite. He's just been flighty hasn't gooed on my goop on my hand. How
0: do those compare and care to like the carpets and stuff? Are they in a similar sort of vein? Like, are you keeping those differently than you're keeping the carpets?
2: Same stuff. I keep everything in the same room and I I do the same stuff. I actually, uh, I, one thing that I really like about uh, this genus Boas is that it's very, very similar to the Morelia complex. Mm -hmm. They, the only thing is that instead of being in a big continent, they're all spread out. In yeah. but we have uh, Bimini, which are really dark and they have uh, really big ones, so a lot of the Cuban boas, It so can get 12 feet long and you have mid-range these guys can get pretty big, 9 feet and then you have uh, the Jamaican boas, so you have all these di- diversity that if they were in the same continent and you look at them, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's Morelli, and they kind of fill the same role in the wild, they're up in mm-hmm. trees, they're semi-arboreal they, they've been cases of Puerto Rican boas eating other snakes as well. And they eat iguanas, they eat rats, they eat chickens. They... And in Puerto Rico, they have adjusted very, very well to living in human spaces. And because of that, and the, the people actually caring about them, and the good uh, uh, work that people in Puerto Rico have done of like telling people, hey, these are native, don't kill them, they're protective. That's why the population uh, has gone up dramatically compared to just a few mm-hmm. years. Because people just leave them alone. And they thrive in human environment. In a shed, they're always found. I remember rescuing one out of like an old car uh, that a friend of mine had in his, in, in, his uh, in his house. They were just eating chickens, eating rats, eating eggs, all that stuff. Eating cats. Iguanas now because we have iguanas everywhere in there- Florida.
0: Go ahead. is there a lot of superstition culturally surrounding those like there is the Jamaicans?
2: Yeah yeah and and snakes overall there's like I feel I don't know because I've been out of Puerto Rico for a long time uh, that it's less now uh, yeah but uh, while I was growing up I remember the the Puerto Rican racers uh, Bodecanos that's the genus. they used to just get cut in half and burn it because if mm. you don't cut in half they're gonna come together. Or if you don't burn it, they're gonna call mom, and mom is really big, and you're gonna go, you're gonna die. They're gonna kill you at night. Or same thing, Puerto Rican Boas, You're gonna kill them because they they get really big and they are gonna eat your babies. <laughs> Stupid stuff like that. And there was uh,
0: either a podcast or an article I read about the Jamaicans in particular, and it's not even necessarily like that's the other funny thing about Jamaicans. It's like it's not smuggling that was that's the problem with Jamaicans. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's they get people see them and they kill them. Like there's yeah. so much superstition surrounding them in Jamaica that people are literally like going and finding them and them. Yeah. Like that's
2: stories of Puerto-, Puerto Ricans opening up. This was when I was a kid, I was always fascinated about snakes and stuff. Right. So what happens if people know that you're fascinated about snakes, they tell you stories about snakes dying or torturing snakes. Right. Yep, Cause that's, yep. that's, yeah. that's what you want to hear. Right. So we, people used to tell me, yeah, we open snakes up and we take the fat out. The Puerto Rican boys, we take the fat out and we use the fat for arthritis and whatever, and we sew it back up. The snake is fine. Just release the snake back up. Like, see, no, that doesn't that doesn't work. That's you just killed the snake. No, no it's fine. You just scrape the, the the fat. You use that for joints and whatever. Right? Okay. So okay. as to your point, the the number one thing it's not smuggling is habitat loss and it's people yep. just killing them. Yeah.
0: And it's just goofy because the, the funny thing about that and so many other parts of like human history and cultural sort of mythology is like one person had to try that. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, it worked. Cool. And then they tell their buddies. Now everyone's like, hey, you just take out some of this fat and just rub it on your skin. And all of a sudden your wrist doesn't hurt anymore. Like put it on my knees. <laughs> and It's like someone had to literally go and be like, you know what would probably cure my arthritis if I cut open that snake and rub it all over my body.
2: Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep.
0: It's just it cracks me up, and there's so many other things like that, you know, like uh, people like sucking the venom out of bites and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They they probably got a dry bite, and and did that thinking that that cured them, and now they're yeah. like, hey, you guys, if this happens, do this. And it's like, how many of your buddies had to die because? Yeah. <laughs> they thought that would work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Our species just—it amazes me that we've we've survived as long as we have, and I think it's purely because of our intelligence and our overall size that we've made it this far. Because if we were a lot smaller,
2: yeah, and even if old.
0: we were just as smart, we'd we would have been gone a long time ago, yeah. I think.
2: Yep. And it's, we don't have we don't have any native species that are uh, venomous. Well, we do have a, a rear fanged, mildly venomous, and which is the Boruc- uh but. Uh, it never costs anything other than like mild swelling at most. Mm-hmm. But again, the fear of like, no, you gotta kill it because they, they, someone from somewhere release cobras in here, and you don't know, right? You gotta kill it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah And that's though, no, man. That's just, and it's it's sad how we have not progressed as a or as a species as a whole. I
0: think it's getting better though. It is. It, like it's thanks to the internet, more information is getting out there. And...
1: It's getting out there, but I still see posts all the time of people just killing snakes, man. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I think that's you know human ha- habitat destruction and just killing the snakes that I think is the biggest cause to pretty much almost all of our yeah you know, problems. That's species. just our
0: inherited insects, ignorance and inherited our misinformation.
1: Didn't disappear from here because people were collecting them. Like, yeah, some were collected, but that's not why there are basically yeah. no Eastern Diamondbacks in Beaver County anymore. You know, like, it's just... Because they were, they were abundant for a while, and people just and destroyed the Habitat. And the
0: habitat loss with those, yeah.
1: Two and two makes four. That's
0: all, that's all learned behaviors, you know? That's stuff that just gets passed on from generation to generation of, like, you know, like, coach whips around here. Like, there's, there's all kinds of Southern myths with different species and yeah. you know like the what is it the yellow tails on copperheads will sting you and like
1: yeah the, I've heard the, the tails
0: of the blue tongue or the the five-line skinks the blue tails are poisonous and like just all kinds of like goofy shit that's i heard like, the who, coach who, who
1: whips the coach whips will grab their tails in their mouth and make like a a rolling tire a and, wheel oh yeah oh, yeah and they'll roll downhill to chase you
0: (laughs) but once again that's one of those things where it's like what were you on when like the for the first person that decided that that was a thing like
2: yeah
0: what kind of drugs were you doing because damn
2: yeah and going back to the habitat loss uh, point a lot of these uh collar species especially the ones that are in smaller islands like probably uh, Mona Island Boa, some of the uh, Bahamian Boas, the Cat Islands, all those are inlets. So mm-hmm. E-level keeps going up, and those boas are going to go away. And no amount of protection in CITES permits or whatever is going to, uh, to keep them alive. And a lot of, sadly, and I, I've heard you guys talk about this and NPR talked about this, if the species is not flashy, not even the zoo wants them so yeah yeah and even
0: with the zoos though i can't say that i necessarily even blame them like they gotta sell tickets and brown snakes don't sell tickets like i get it but at the same time it's like there does need to be that group that is devoted to them and sees the value in those and you know physically or you know story related you know how that i get it yeah yeah
2: and that's that's why I'm, i'm i'm very happy to be part of of that small uh Group that keeps these bows because they're very they're very dedicated in, into that. It's like we want to keep them, lines stay separate. uh We all know like where it came from, what to make sure. Okay, we're going to talk to so and so. So and so mm-hmm. has a different one, and we try to you know spread the love and to people that still wants them and want to want to keep them for what they are, and they don't. Yeah. Want to Which that was
0: another interesting thing. We had Rob Stone on Snakes and Stogies yeah. a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago, and he had mentioned I think. Um, the Puerto Ricans, yep, uh, and they did some genetic study on the ones in the states. And he was, he said yeah. it was it was amazing how genetically diverse yep. they were for being cut off for so long. Like he said that it was there was not what they expected at all. They fully yep. expected a bunch of snakes that were going to be all very, yep. you know, the lineage very closely tied to one another. And he's like, it actually really wasn't. Which yep. I think that's probably to be expected with a lot of the insular species and stuff because they're like, if they were if inbreeding was such a big issue, they wouldn't be around anymore. So clearly they found a way to where like the bad is sort of been weaned out. And so it's like the inbreeding can continue because they've all the detrimental sort of genetic side effects of that have been weeded out over, you know, however many millennia. But, um, I just thought that was really cool and I'm sure it's the same, same case with a lot of the other species in that genus, you know, Jamaicans and and the other stuff. But, uh, I thought that was really cool. So that's also
2: a hat off to, to those people that, Founded or the fundamentals of of that circle that made an effort to mm-hmm. keep that and keep those lines separate and and make sure that the people that they were gifting snakes to they were gifting different pairs and they were yeah. gifting stuff. now okay I I can't give you a female now but give me a heads up next year I'm gonna have someone from somewhere else I have a I have a, a one from uh, from Rob Stone that he he produced. I think it was last year, uh, Puerto Rican. So, mm-hmm. so, my pair is unrelated. So, I have two that, from them, and I'll probably pair them next year, uh, this common season. Then I have a, a male. I think it's a male from, from him.
0: Mm-hmm. Hopefully. At what point him. did you get into the genus? Like when?
2: Oh, well, I got I got to the genus the same time that I got uh, Morelia. I did get Morelia first, uh, 2009, but uh, right in uh, 2010. I got my first pair of uh, of uh, of the genus Colorado which is was uh, Cuban boas, and I, I got a suspected uh, pair ended up to being a male, uh, and then Jeff was kind enough to send me. He's like, "Yeah, I don't have that. I don't work with those anymore, but I'm going to send you a Berry Island boa, which is uh, Strigilatus, the same uh, species or same species as the Bahamian boas, just a different mm-hmm. locality island." And I fell in love with that locality uh that female was gravid and passed away in 2020 um just liver failure out of the she was gravid and just passed away um and i'm lucky enough now that i have a, a i'm doing a breeding loan with uh animals from jeff and jay and i have uh, 2.2 now the female looks gravid so hopefully she'll she'll drop in the next month or so uh, and then I have a non-related, uh, I would think it's a non-related pair that's coming with, uh, Elifera, um, uh, locality too. And I'll, I'll take the, the Cuban boa out. I had a, I did a breeding loan with my male to, uh, F1 female from, uh, the Jay Wagner has, or he's, she's in shed. Uh, and we've done it twice. We did it in 2018. And then we did it again in uh, 2020. This is one of the the 2020 babies. This is one of the females. Wow. And then I I traded uh, the Crutchfields for one of their lines. So now I have uh, my original male, which is from Barst line, mm-hmm. uh, another male from Crutchfield line, and then this female, which is. Uh, an F1 from Walcott and the Bars line. And then I have a local friend that lives in Iowa. These are not CITES 1, so these can be sold. And then I have a friend in Iowa which has one of my males that we produced in 2018 and has a female from uh, Steve Boswick, which is a different line. I think it's a line from Europe somewhere. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And she's, and if- she's in shed. You can see that
0: if someone wants to get into that genus where do you think is a good starting point
2: uh crushfield myself uh there was someone else that was producing some but they're rare because they give their litters are really small like Mm -hmm. this was a litter of five the one before was a litter of like three uh so they're really small litter they only go every other year Mm -hmm. and there's only like a handful of people maybe like five that Gets lucky maybe every other year or something like that. Steve Boswick I think does every other year, but again they go quick. Yeah. And, uh, there was a guy I did Tinley 2019. There was a guy that stopped. I had uh, her brother uh, on the table, and I got it. I was like, "Oh, I have a female." It's like, "Oh, cool. Do you want a male?" It's like, oh, it's fine." It's like, "Okay, do you want to sell your female?" Because I don't have a, I don't have an unrelated female. Oh no, that's fine. So I'm sure they're out there. But yeah. Just people don't want to breed them, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Because honestly, when I first started keeping these, I I never had the the desire to breed them. I wanted to keep yeah. them because of the the connection with the Caribbean, mm-hmm. the connection with Puerto Rico. But the the fee, quote unquote fear of like oh they eat all, they're really picky, and blah blah blah, that stopped me from thinking I could breed them. Yeah, and I, I don't I still don't know how true that is because I only had one so I had that uh, litter of Puerto Ricans in 2018 uh, they all I all got them to to feed on frozen thawed uh, pinkies by the month uh, and I, I I maybe I'm being optimistic but I feel like I can with work and little tricks that I know and mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to start them on on birds. A lot of my snakes eat birds. Uh, I think I can I can have pretty good success with them. And these are so big; they they're giants when they when they're born. They uh, small mice right away. So. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, I was about to say comparatively to the, the the other ones you had out that were yeah two years mm-hmm. older. That's that's insane. The the
2: size difference. They they are really, really, really big as when they're born, and that's why they have small letters, right? Because they, they are giant, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Rob's mentioned that the Jamaicans can be like those do require a little bit of work getting those started, but yeah, yeah. I mean, is, is diet wise with what you're feeding, everything like carpets and everything, is it all fairly similar too? Do you change it yeah. up? Like, you mentioned birds, are you doing anything different with the Kyle Bother stuff?
2: Uh, same thing. I'm feeding okay. them uh, quail, I'm feeding them chicks, and I'm feeding them rats. Uh, I recently found out that they uh, would eat. I found out because I fed them. I knew this. I just haven't done it. They feed on eggs, too. And I have a friend that has uh, just chicken eggs. So that's something that I can do, too. But honestly, I, I started doing birds a couple of years ago uh looking I was just looking for a different source and looking for something cheaper. I used mm-hmm. to feed uh chicken uh, drums and 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 wings usually right before they were gonna start hatching not hatching laying eggs to give them like a little bit more mm-hmm. but then after that um, I started uh, just putting it more now and I'd feed rodents. Uh either when I want to bulk or when they're coming out of uh, breeding or they're going into it, but mainly I'm, I'm doing a uh, quail and, and chicks.
0: I looked at wings at one point and the wings that we have here, like they they were just so damn big. I didn't have anything big enough to eat them. Like they were, the flats were so wide. I was like, I don't, I don't, I literally don't have anything that could eat them.
2: Like, just give them the, the drums. Uh, Even drops. those were huge. Oh right, okay. Man,
0: like, cause I looked at a bag of like frozen ones, and I was like, "These are friggin' gigantic! These are the biggest wings I've ever seen in my life." Anywhere else, I go to a restaurant or something to they're all tiny. They're like exactly the <laughs> size I would need. But it's like when I look at some to feed the snakes, they're
1: all gigantic. Yeah, yeah. yeah my last, I just got a big uh, rodent order in not too long ago, and yeah, I, I bought like four, four or five bags of oil So that's, that's a big. Be- yeah, Maybe- it's not. For the adult carpets, you know, stuff coming up, still going to get, you know, mice because it is cheaper, but quail is cheaper than rats by mm-hmm. a good bit. So yeah.
0: I um, wish we had a, a good solution to be able to do our own quail.
2: Yeah, that would be cool. But... I'm trying to convince uh, some people that I know local that have chickens might just incubate the eggs. And just call me, and I'll grab all the chicks. You don't
0: even have to do any nope. of the dirty work. Just- nope, <laughs>
2: nothing. I'll even like give you feed if you want. Just hatch the chicks. I'll go and pick them up.
0: You yeah. can you can pretend that I'm taking them and raising them up, and there will be yeah free you're not on the on me. the open range.
1: Exactly.
0: I don't know. Like we looked at quail because they, uh, especially like the button quail, like they hatch really quick. Like they don't mm-hmm. take long to incubate. Like they produce a lot. They produce quick. Yeah. I just. My thing is they're so small, and I don't... Something's been getting into the, the mouse shed here, like a raccoon or a possum or something. And I know with those tiny quail, if, if we didn't have them set up in something that was really secure to where nothing could get out and nothing could get in or get to them, um, which I guess it would actually work great if we wanted to find more yellow rats, because that would be just a magnet ah. for them. Yeah. Uh, but I just I can't think of any way where we could securely do that in a you know in a decent number that wouldn't take up a ton of space either so i don't know we need to look into it but we've talked about it a good bit because i definitely would like to offer quail to more of my stuff and uh, especially the button quail when you're looking at something that's the same size as you know a small fuzzy or something but
2: you can just get an incubator and hatch them keep them for like not even a day just keep them until they fluff up and that's it
0: that's not even the issue. Like I've got hoverbaiters at my parents' house. Like there's like probably two or three of them over there, you know. So
2: yeah, you don't. Then you don't need a. If you want them small, you don't need a space to keep them, house them, just until they fluff up and then just.
0: That's, he's got a point, Jake. Well, I I think it was like we could buy eggs online, I guess, and, and yeah. incubate mm-hmm. them. Like people don't realize you can buy eggs on eBay. Yep. yep. Of like any bird you ever want to hatch out.
2: Isn't is that crazy? It's yeah, crazy.
0: And they somehow ship and, and everything's fine. Yep. I don't. It's you know, it's, it's bizarre, food. but it, it's a thing.
2: And know. a lot of uh, feed stores they'll have catalogs that you can order birds through the, through them too. Uh, usually they're like breeds and whatever, so it might be more expensive. But you can probably, I'm sure, they can order eggs through them as well. Mm-hmm. One, oh, more, one more one more color to show and tell. I'm gonna take out the that Berry Island Bella. Just see
1: if I can take that adult out. Oh, I so re- I've I've was going
0: to say, I see you playing with Rico in the back there. What's he doing? Just hanging out?
1: Yeah, I was trying to see if he would come up. He's still in, still in jumpy mode.
0: Oh, like his girl mode? Or like,
1: he's bouncy.
2: Uh, he's coming all the way
0: He's a weirdo. I love that guy, though.
2: Everyone's kind of in shed today, so this is uh Oh wow! Yeah, this is an adult Berry Island boa. It's one of the females. Oh hell
0: yeah! See, I always expect them to be like purple. When I hear Berry Island, I expect them to be like some shade of <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely not. Pink. Uh, she's a little <laughs> more blue and gray than she is because she's in she's starting her mm-hmm. shed cycle. But uh, for some reason, this. Steel blue gray color—it uh, just does it for me. So mm-hmm. so far, this is there you go. So far, this is my favorite locality, other than the Puerto Ricans, just because they're Puerto Ricans, right? Right. But, and this is about the size of what an adult would look mm-hmm. like. Just lengthy, like a like a Morelia. It's very arboreal, like a like a Morelia prehensile tail too. So a lot yes. of features.
0: Do you give those guys like a shelf and stuff like you would a carpet as well? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah they I do
2: spend a and lot they, of time off guys, the ground. Right now, I'm gonna put this girl back. Right now, she's in a in a tub. But I this year I acquired some uh, some nice old uh, Neodesha cages. Oh yeah. So this whole thing is my, some of the, adult, uh, carpenter. Oh, I see the
0: one hanging out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two.
2: It was right here. So she's actually a new, uh, new girl, not a new girl, but she's new to starting to breed. Uh, and then this girl too in the bottom and this girl on top, she's, uh, she's one of the, the Brisbane. So I'm just moved these here. Uh, cause I like to have my females in cages. Because that way I can see them. I can see their behavior. I can see when, when they're ovulating, when they're out of heat. Like if something is different, I can see it. And that yeah. can give me a trigger on do I need to get it colder? Do I need to get it warmer? Do they need? Do I, are they looking for food? Are they looking for meals? Blah, blah, blah. So the same thing I want to do with the uh, Kyle Boothrus. And the same thing I do with the Kyle Bothrus, honestly. But I haven't had space until now. I move some stuff around. I have two of these uh, AP cages, kind of empty, where I'm going to move uh, some of the Puerto Ricans to those bigger cages. And that whole tower is going to be the color tower, tower, where they're going to have the same tubes, corrugated tubes, uh, branches, uh, and I use uh, panels. Even though right now they're probably not on, because in here is 85, so they're probably no. not on right now.
0: How do you have those tubes attached to the the tops?
2: Uh, for the neodeshas, I just have a, uh, a zip tie, just wrapping them on it, and then two holes on top, and just mm-hmm. zip tying them. Uh, for these cages, because I have them on 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 these cages and all my other cages, I have uh, hooks, and what I do is I have I had one here somewhere. So these have these holes, right? They're already mm-hmm. there. So what I do is I open them up a little bit more, and then I take a hook hanger, and I put it through there, and I move the hook hanger like that, and then they hang. And if I need to take them out, I put my hand through it, and I move the hook hanger, and I pull them back. That, that makes sense. A good idea. So that in the stack, unless you're putting them on the side of the cage, you can't really use the zip tie. Yeah. That's another option, too, right? Yeah. Well,
0: that also keeps, like, I'd like to have them on, like, a perch or something, but I know they like, they'll slide and move around and stuff, and yeah, yeah, snake ends up moving it to the opposite end yeah. of the cage when they want to be in when it's warmer, you know, so it's just...
2: And I've noticed all my snakes really like tubes. All of them spend, I want to say, 90% of the time in the tubes... If, if they want to, if they're hungry and whatever, they do the same, like the ones you saw, just out halfway in the tubes, halfway inside of the tube. Mm-hmm. That's where they hang out at least during the day most of the time.
0: Are there any species you you want to get into and maybe you will or maybe you won't? What's on that list?
2: Uh, I did mention the, the desert king snakes. So that's mm-hmm. something that would probably be on the list. Uh, rats. in terms of uh, calibothrous, I do want um, chrysogaster I think it's how you call it mm-hmm. I they're <clears throat> I think they're cat island one of those inlets. That's another one that I, I really would like to have uh, but they're those are even more rare and they're I, I think I don't know if the animals are old or something and they're they're not producing they haven't produced in a while. Yeah. Um, then there's, uh, Monensis, Monon Island bows, those, I know they're in captivity. So may, hopefully uh, someone will get lucky and they'll disperse. Uh, that's for, for that genus. Other than that, I don't think that I'm interested in any other, I say that, but then I was offered, not offered, but he's like, Hey, I also have this locality of Bahamian, uh, like do you, Are you interested in like, sure okay fine and they are <laughs> like the berry that gray it's all washed so mm-hmm. there's not a lot of pattern so just all gray and it just i really liked it's like steel blue gray snake so that's i, I think that yeah i'm sold. Mm. so if i don't know someone says hey there's this weird locality that you haven't heard of whatever i'm like uh ah, maybe you know how it goes for for python's um, I, we talked about Malukans, uh, which that's probably going to be in, in, I don't know, maybe when takes fly, who knows, uh, for Morelia, I, if I can find someone that's patches really red looking, uh, inlands, I might give them a go. That's, uh, before I got to, into the Azantic, I was looking into really red looking inlands, mm-hmm. not necessarily... That they were hatching, it's like oh, here's some red ones. But that start of that project, maybe the parents are really red, or the in the lineage it looks like.
0: Right, you've got something to work project. with.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. If I see it and it's out there and the price is right, I might get into it. Um, any other Morelia? I don't know. I was really interested into in into a uh, IJs for a little while too. Uh, before I got, again, before I got into Azantic. The reason why I got into Azantic is I wanted, wanted something else to add to the Morelia stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to add, I saw the the ghost, not the ghost. Yeah, the ghosts that are being produced in Australia and the, the red Azantic or the Craig line Azantics. And I, I feel like that's a red animal turned into, the, into Azantic. So that's what turned me into starting the red Azantic project. Um, I think
1: that's it. No
2: chondros. Crazy. Say
0: again. No chondros. No chondros.
2: If I if I get into a tree, a green snake on a on a stick, it would probably be uh basins uh, or emeralds. Mm. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be chondros. Our man, the
0: lesser green tree snake.
2: They are. I I don't know. They're just. Does, they don't do it for me for some reason, and even basins. I like them, but I just I've heard so much of, about them. I could put that space into something else, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that would be one of those things if somebody was holding a gun near your head and it was like, "You're
2: gonna keep a green snake on a stick." It would be basins. You're right, exactly. Yep. I feel you. I feel you.
0: Rhino rats.
2: I do like I do like the way rhino rhino. Every it
0: everyone like, needs rhino rats.
2: And the the other uh, rhino type snake, the the rates of the other racer.
0: Yeah, those
2: things. Hmm. Those are nice too. They're all right. I want barons so bad, <laughs> so bad. But I I learned my lesson with with big uh, uh colubrids. I got a uh, king's uh, Chinese. No, it wasn't Chinese. It was Fujian locality uh, king grass. Well, oh yeah, yeah, from Billy Hunt. And I, I, I always wanted one. It's like, okay, I'm gonna get it. And he was cool, but he was just not for me. He was he ate too much, pooped too much, moved too much. <laughs> nope. Sorry. I can't do those
0: it. species that just eat you out of house and home. It's yep, like, I yep. Mother of God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I need a break from feeding.
1: <laughs> I changed all my pits back over to eating double smaller meals because two extra-large mice is cheaper than one medium rat.
0: And it so, holds them over just as much as, as <laughs> when you're yeah. still feeding them like five days later. <laughs> yeah, they get two. You go right through it.
1: Once a week, man. It's I bought eight bags of jumbo mice just to feed my chihuahuas. Wow.
0: See, that's why I'm keeping those to like a minimum, you know. I'm,
1: yeah. It's it's a lot.
2: I forget to feed my uh, my king snakes. They've been here for a while, yeah. and they're not. They're just now getting into uh, adult size because I I just forget and I've been treating them like pythons. Like oh, shit, I need to feed this thing. Yeah.
0: See, that's the problem because like they, they just now they get crazier just... the longer they go. They get, they get they get they get crazier.
1: Dude, my pit's get mad when it
0: comes
1: Dude, feeding day, my—you can tell the difference when like feeding day's coming up. Boy, they get—they just get pissed. They just get mad and like they get
0: grouchy. They get hangry.
1: Yeah, man, you saw—you saw the girl the other day right before she was—she was due for a feed. It's only that bad when it's close to feeding. Day. So she was,
0: yeah, she was on fire. She was. She's uh. She was already angry as is. That just didn't help.
1: Yeah. No, it yeah. Doesn't.
0: Yeah. Well, we are approaching the two-hour mark. If people want to get a hold of you and follow all the excellent stuff you were doing, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Uh, you can find me on Facebook, on my uh, hobby page, I call it, uh, Bazooka Ectotherms. And that's bazooka in Spanish, not in English. B-A-S-U-C-A, Ectotherms. Uh, if you send me a message or a uh, a friend request, let's say on my personal page. And I haven't talked to you. I probably won't, uh, stranger
0: danger. You.
2: Yeah. It's not, it's nothing against you. It's just, we haven't talked, but send me a message. Just talk. I, I like talking. Thanks. Uh, same handle for Instagram. I try not to post the same thing on Instagram versus Facebook. So if I post a picture on Instagram, it's probably not going to be on Facebook. Uh, and, uh, I post, a lot of stuff now. Once winter comes, I kind of slow down and hunker down. Uh, there's stuff that will be available maybe soonish, Uh, but might be until the fall until I release stuff because I kind of want to see how things grow up. Nice. Wise. And I only have I'm probably... I have 23 babies this year, uh, so I guess supplies are low if you want to call it that, so...
0: Supplies are limited.
2: Yeah. Act now. Call
0: now. Yeah. All right, man. Awesome, we man. We really appreciate you. Yeah,
2: thank you. Yeah, this was fun. It's great.
0: It's a long time coming. We I know yeah, we, like yeah. I've been we've been trying to make this happen. You know, at least I've hit you up a couple of times and just schedules haven't worked out, but I'm glad we made it finally happen. So
2: yeah, same, same here. It's been a while. Thank you. Thank you for having. Me. Yeah. Anyway. Same, man. Uh this episode was
0: brought to you by blackboxcages.com. Once again, check them out. Got some new sizes coming. To be announced here soon. Uh, so please stay tuned with that. Check out the website. Check out the Facebook and Instagram pages. Black Buck Cages. Oh, man, that rhymed. Nice. And then Steve Snakesway is the Venom Hot Sauce. He's the boss, the hot sauce boss.
1: Hot sauce boss
0: of Louisiana. He's with a good dude. Plot. That's right. Check it out. SteveSnakesway.com. Uh, We will not be having Snakes and Stogies this upcoming week because it's 4th of July, and Phil opted to just say let's skip a week, so that's what we're going to do. Everyone's going to be busy anyways, so whatevs, Uh, but we'll be back Thursday for episode 167, uh, I think. So I've been talking to Pia about an RPI episode, sort of an update. Um,
1: Can we start at like 5?
0: Well, I, I, it'll be like Derek and her, I think. Okay, cool. I don't know yet. We're still working that out. They've got some stuff coming up event-wise that we want to talk about. And,
1: That's cool. Nothing against Cody. Love Cody to death. But for there happy. may
0: be, yeah. I mean, there may be a, if Bob, we have Bob. Cody on, be like, look, you got, we'll give you a a, a half hour because we know that'll give us about an hour. And Which then will turn into we'll just, <laughs> five. It'll turn into five. Yeah. yeah. We love him to death.
1: Yeah, love Cody to death, but my God. The I man start, can talk. Got to
0: He's very passionate about what he does.
1: Oh, yeah. No, he's great. I love talking to Cody at Carpet Fest and Daytona. <laughs> all right. Well, right. everyone
0: have a good evening, good morning, good day, whenever you're listening to this, watching it, whatever. We will see y'all later. Later.
2: On, Eric. See you guys.